page. What you doing? Subscribing to Bark Box. Oh, is that the one where the puppers get a monthly box full of toys and treats? Also, doesn't charge you more for having a bigger dog so that each pup gets the size of treats and toys that they need? Yeah, that's the one, Sam. And did you know that if you use our link, BarkBox.com forward slash M3 True Crime Pod, you'll get a whole ass month free. Let us help you spoil the shit out of your puppers. So, hey, Paige. Hey, Sam. What you doing? Dreading this episode, to be honest. Same. I'm very much done with Smelly Shelly. Last episode with details about the case. The next one will be... The, the next one will just be the, the sentencing and the, the trial. Well, that's still going to piss me off, though. Well, yeah, it's going to piss you off, but you don't have to listen to, like... make this one a two-hour episode and nobody fucking wants to listen to two hours of, of this bullshit. No. No. <laughs> I don't. That's for sure. <laughs> well, anyway, other than that, <laughs> what else are you doing? Recording a podcast. What's that podcast called? M-Cubed. Murder. Mystery. Mayhem. Hey, so, um... Squirrel? No, not squirrel. So, in the last episode, I talked about how she targeted the neighbors. Yes. Right? Well, um, I couldn't, for the life of me, find the paragraph where it talked about specific things that she did to the neighbors. I just said she did things to inconvenience them or something like that. But it was was worse than that. Because... Because she's fucking psycho. Exactly. Uh, I guess we're just going to pop right into this, huh? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Let's get this over with. Okay. So, no, she would do things like put pepper spray on the doorknobs. Ooh. Into the house. Yeah. They had small children. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. She's a dumb kind. She's an awful person. Yeah. We know this. God, is it? Yeah. I just needed to correct myself because as I was reading or as I was listening last time, as I was editing... I was like, what the fuck? So, there's that. But where we left off was Kathy had been murdered, uh, tortured to death, and murdered. And Shane was just gone without a trace, leaving a lovely little letter to Shelly about how much he loves her with a, a birdhouse. But, as you also should remember if you listen to it, if not... You should probably go back. Anyway, anytime Shane had run away prior to this incident in 1999, she would go hunt him down. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter how long it took. Didn't matter what time of day it was or night. It, she was going to find him. And she usually did. Um, so that was a little odd. But she kept up this... Um, we find out later that uh, he had not run off at all, as we all suspected. He had been murdered, which is a little different than her normal thing because 
She was so fucking paranoid at this point. And like I said in the, in the last episode, she knew that she wasn't going to say shit. She knew that Dave wasn't going to. She knew the girls would not say anything because they were not going to break the family apart. Right. She had ingrained that in them from the time they were born to this point. So they weren't going to say anything to anyone, even though they had they had plenty of opportunities to, but they also felt they couldn't. There yeah. was no safe space. Because, right. again, if Shelly was upset about something, she took it out on the kids, mm-hmm. and they were stuck. Of the family members that were living in the house, the only other person that would say anything would be Shane, because he openly hated her. He didn't hide the fact that he disliked her. He didn't hide the fact that he didn't want to do the things that she made them do. And so he, she's like, he's the one. He's the one that's going to tell. I know he's going to tell. Later on in the book, it explains that he had, in fact, found some pictures of Kathy when she was either dead or very close to it. And so he took them. He took those pictures and he hid them. He had told Nikki, he's like, we've got to get out of here. She's, yeah. she's killed Kathy, and she's going to kill us. Yeah. I know she is. Because every time they had a family gathering to drill in the kids' head heads about what the story was about where Kathy was, it always turned into shame. You can't say anything. Right. So he's like, I know what's going to happen, and, and I'm next. And so he got these pictures, and he was like, "I'm gonna go to the cops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show this to them, and then they're gonna have to do something." So Nikki, in that moment, wanted to do that. She wanted to go with Shane to the police and say, "Hey, this is what happened." But she was also stuck in that cycle. And so once they broke away, she told her mother, and. I am not saying in any way that any of this, what happened next was her fault because it is very much not. Shelly took that information and it got bad. Yeah. She beat him trying to get that information from him and he refused to tell her where he was. So she constantly nagged Dave. He's going to tell. He's going to break our family apart. He's mm-hmm. going to take me away from the kids. He's and Shane was living in the shed at this point, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And so it finally got to the point where she had drilled it into Dave's head that he needed to take care of it. He needed to do something about Shane. He needed to take care of it. And so one night he went to the, the shed and he had his, his rifle or gun, some type of firearm. Uh, with him and he went to the, the shed and he opened the door and before he says before Shane could ever move he shot him. His first story was that Shane had the gun and he tried to get it away from him and that is when it fired. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing with Shane's body as they did with Kathy's except the only difference was they had put like this metal portion over it to capture the heat, and they did not have that with Shane, so it took longer. They still took whatever remained and 
Didn't that just smell horrible? Like, why did nobody... Oh, no, because they used tires. That's right. They used tires. I forgot. Um, So whatever remained went to uh, the ocean. And then Shelly went about her elaborate storytelling about how Shane went off uh, to Alaska. He he went off and he's he's now fishing. That's what he chose to do with his life. He loved fishing and that's what he was going to fucking do. Nikki never really believed it. Sammy hoped that it was true. And Tori was still too young right. to understand that anything that was going on. But with those two people out of, out of the home, Nikki became the main target. And so her punishments got worse. Uh, Shelly did her, her cycle of, you know, the wallowing and sleeping outside and being locked outside or locked in the, the pole barn or whatever. And uh, Nikki did manage to get a job at one point. She worked as a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. She didn't have it long because uh, Shelly would force her to uh, to call out frequently. Yeah. Didn't but, she show up at her work one day? Oh, this is later on, too. That's later on. Oh, okay. Somehow, Nikki was allowed to, but not really allowed. She was the next weak link, I guess, in, in the family mm-hmm. because she was so close to, to Shane. And she was kind of questioning at this point uh, about where where Shane was. And in the book, Sammy talked about how she found Nikki in the chicken coop crying one day. She's hiding there, just crying. And it was like a histor- hysterical cry laughter. And she had told her that she had just tried to hang herself with a thin rope. And it broke. She's like, I can't even do that right. Because it, Shelly broke these children. That's so heartbreaking. So fast forward a bit. Let's see. Nikki graduated high school and she enrolled in a community college. Uh, Her plan was to get a degree in criminal justice. Mm -hmm. So she figured out a way to pay for school on her own. She found a grant that would take care of it. Oh, this is me. Um, so she, she found a way to get there. She found a way to pay for it. She didn't have to worry. She didn't have to rely on, on Shelly at all. Shelly didn't have to worry about shelling out any money, but Nikki was happy. And so Shelly had to ruin it. Yeah. So she would start, she started off, you know, like she normally does. Take those nice school clothes that you get. They're, they're now gone. They just disappeared. Nobody knows where they're at. Then it got to the point where she she took her room away and made her sleep on the living room floor, like Kathy had. She took her money and her transportation away. So she was forced to quit, quit school, and she was forced to work on the yard from sunup to sundown, sometimes longer. Nikki had enough after, after a while. She stopped running from her mom, and she started chasing her, because she did. I mean, she's an adult at this point. Yeah, she's like 19. So instead of running from her, she would she would stand her ground, and she would fight back. But because she fought back, Shelly didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> she did tell her mother one time. She, she screamed at her mother to fuck off. And that's dangerous at that point. Like, it's... 
very dangerous, but she's like poison. it shocked the shit out of Shelly. That was a lot of shh. <laughs> she shocked the shit out of Shelly, and like Shelly backed off, which was amazing. Shelly couldn't handle Nikki anymore because she was just so terrible. So terrible. She was talking back, she was being more aggressive. Yeah, you know, she just wasn't putting up her shit any longer. Um, so she sent Nikki to live with Dave's sister in British Columbia. Hell yeah. Yeah. So then Nikki finally gets to a spot where it's like she's loved and she doesn't have to worry about walking on eggshells constantly. Right. And she doesn't have to worry about beatings or getting ripped out of bed in the middle of the night. Do you know how much that change your changes your brain chemistry always being in fight or flight mode so very much yeah she i mean she's got a lot of trauma she does for such a you know young age shelly's in- initial intentions were to let nikki go up there for a couple of weeks and come back like just as a punishment yes as as a punishment she was banishing her from the house which was probably the easiest time that she's ever been alive she was able to convince Shelly and her aunt to let them stay, let her stay longer. And Shelly still was like, oh, it's because she's so terrible. She had to go. This is her punishment. She's not allowed to be here. But really, Nikki never really was able to stay at the house again. So even when she was, even when she returned, Shelly refused to let Nikki be there because she would influence the other two. Ooh, she can't lose her control. Exactly. Tori didn't understand why Nikki had left. Other than her mother saying that she was a terrible person. She was just so terrible. She just, she beat me and all this other bullshit, right? Tori was apparently uh, able to write a letter. And she wrote a letter to Nikki. Or just in general. I, I don't know if it was specifically to Nikki. But it was about how she didn't understand why she had gone. And and some other things uh, talking about her mother and about how she doesn't understand her mother's point of view, kind of a six-year-old version of that. Right, like, yeah. I don't remember her being bad, but mom says she's bad. Yeah. Kind of thing. Her mother found it. Uh, so she woke Tori up smacking and punching her in the face because she found this letter that nobody else was going to fucking find. And I think this is the first time that... Tori really got the brunt of any physical abuse. Right. It was mostly geared toward the older kids. Don't get me wrong. She got plenty of psychological abuse. Yeah. But it was, this was the big one. After Nikki returned, Shelly was like, no, you're going to corrupt the other two, so you can't stay here. So she started staying with Dave at, when he was away at work. He slept in a fucking tent he had no money for lodging he had no money for food they would have to go and to like the the, uh what's the word i'm looking for groceries no the the places that would give away food like the churches or whatever like a shelter yeah um but they wouldn't stay in the shelter they would just like the people that i don't know why this word's not You know the places that give away food to people in need? Yes. Those things. <laughs> like a soup kitchen? Yeah. 
No, they would go to that. <laughs> um, but but they would get enough enough to take care of them. And then he normally stayed public park where they had uh, showers or whatever. But they weren't always able to do that. Yeah. So she finally saw how he was living. So her perspective about him changed just, just a tad bit. She still had no fucking idea why he was do like why how he was allowing Shelly to control him this much though. So when he would go home to stay, unfortunately Nikki would have to go with him. And so she still got bits and pieces of Shelly, but for the majority of the time she was away, which was fantastic for her, but not for the rest of them. I think at this point I would have found a job and a roommate. You know? Yes. Uh, which I understand it's not it's not easy to do. Yeah, I do get that. But. She yeah. and she she probably tried too, but she did. Uh, she found she found an, a nice job. She found uh, a place to stay. She was able to make it on her own, no help from her parents. But then Shelly fucked it up. But then Shelly and Dave fucked it up, and I'll yeah, say Shelly and that. Dave because Shelly would hound them, and she did this multiple times throughout their lives. So she would find a good good job, a good position. You got her to elevate downstairs. I do. They got to slap the floor like that. With their feet, yeah. Raw dog in that floor. Slappity slap, slap, slap. <laughs> but anyways, so Dave would, uh, no, Shelly would call whenever Nikki was in a good spot. Like, she had a good job, good paying job, a place to stay on her own. She would call wherever she was, Nikki was working, and... She would make complaints. Yes. She would say she was stealing. Or when she was working at, later on when she's working at the um, nursing home. Yeah. With Laura. Mm -hmm. She called and made complaints to whoever's over nursing homes and was like, oh, she's abusing patients. And they would investigate and they would find nothing wrong. Um, But it would still, that, that whole process would go on over and over and over again. And Dave being fucking creepy as fuck like he would go and stalk her yeah he would find where she and she he would just stand there and watch and nikki got the feeling that they had planned to get rid of her the way they got rid of shane i honestly believe they probably did have that plan yeah but dave never went through with it because shelly's not going to get her hands dirty to that extent yes she's going to torture the fuck out of somebody Yes, she will direct people to kill other people, but she is not going to be the one to pull that trigger. She was poisoning? Yes. And I think that she killed... Did we ever talk about Ron? No, not yet. Okay. That's in a minute. <laughs> not Ron, but Ron. Max. Oh, she did. Like, I think I think she actually did that. Part. She probably did. Maybe she wouldn't do that with her kids, because then that would be weird. I don't know. She's so fucking weird. No, yeah, I know. Like, she's making Dave do her dirty work for her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. But I do think that she did. Yeah, because she wanted that money. But we'll get you that. Um, I know, I keep jumping ahead. No, you're good, you're good. I'm, I'm trying to, like, summarize, but it's very difficult with this because there's so much fucking information. There is a lot of information. And that is so fucked up to just fuck up your kids' lives so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and the moment they are, they are happy and they are fully capable of taking care of themselves 
you swoop in and just shit all over I mean, I am mean to my kids to give them a healthy, um, you know, coping mechanism. <laughs> Make them funny, you know? But I want them to be able to Not take... Not enough trauma to actually cause trauma. Just enough to make them funny. <laughs> yeah. So... I want them to still love me enough to take care of me when I'm old. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, nobody's going to care for her. Like, my kids better not put me in a nursing home. <laughs> I'd rather my kids put me in a nursing home because I don't want them to wipe my ass. Oh, that's true. But my mom worked. This is the shit that I think about. <laughs> we'll see. My mom worked at, I'm not saying this is everywhere, but my mom, my mom worked at a lot of nursing homes and... She was, like, one of the people that cared. Mm-hmm. Like, she has a bleeding heart, and she cares. Not everybody cares. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, Nikki tried to escape. They wouldn't let her. They kept... They kept fucking with her. Sammy's life, because Nikki was out of the home, was getting more difficult. Uh, she was getting the brunt of... She was getting all of it. All of, all of the torture and stuff, because... For some reason, Tori was still... And she was still young. For some reason, she was still young. No, but probably because she hasn't aged yet. Probably. You know what I'm <laughs> um, no, pro- for some reason, she wasn't receiving the brunt of of anything. I, I don't know why. Not that I wish that wish that upon her at all. But like when Nikki and Sammy were this age or her age, they were they were having to do all sorts of crazy shit. Tori, not so much. Sammy got the fuck it attitude. She's like, I'm done. Done. So if she was late to class, she would say, she would tell them the truth and say, oh, well, no, my mom made me sleep outside last night and only let me in this morning to change. Or if she didn't return a library book, she'd say, my mom burned it in the fireplace. Because she would do this fucking shit. Yeah. So she let little bits of, of the truth out, and then, so when they started investigating almost, she freaked the fuck out. She's like, no, I, I, I was just being a smartass. Like, I, none of that's true. My mom doesn't do any of that. But because she knew that once somebody, or if somebody were to go to Shelly and talk to her about the stuff, she's going to deny it. She's going to do that uh, manipulation bullshit where everybody's going to be like, oh, well, this is weird. Why is your kid such a shithead? Yeah. So she's like, no, nah, it's whatever. So I'm going to kind of skip a little bit here. Nikki's off doing her thing. She ends up going uh, and going to Laura, and they start um, more, they, they bond more. Laura, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, they bond more. They, they live close to each other. They start working together. I feel like they've always kind of had they have. a connection. Well, you know? because, you know, Laura took care of her for at least a year when she was small. Right. Um, all right. So there's that. Sammy, right before she graduates high school, she's like, I want to go to college. Mom's not going to let me. I'm, I'm fucking done. I'm out. So she meticulously plans to run away. And she does. She does. She does very well. Uh, she gets out of the house for at least a week. Dave finally finds her at some, like, church thing with her boyfriend. And she's like, I'll come back on one condition. You help me get into school. And they're like, oh, this is ridiculous. And she's like, yeah, but what about Kathy? And so. She blackmails him? She does. And obviously it's not how it actually went down. But it was, like, that's essentially the conversation 
I know what you did. I want to go to school. We're going to make this happen. You're going to stop your shit with me. You know, we're, yeah. whatever. But unfortunately, that leaves Tori alone in the house with Psycho Shelly. Tori got the brunt of everything now. But because she, because Shelly did what she did, she convinced Tori that everything, every punishment was because she was a bad child. So she also didn't allow communication between the sisters. So it's not like she could be like, oh, mom did this crazy thing to me. I don't understand. And then, you know, that conversation happens. Uh, that happens much later. But um, so she she kept them she she kept that wedge. So Tori was legitimately believing that Nikki was some crazy bitch who attacked their mother. And Sammy was still in con- uh, communication with Nikki, secretly, of course, because Shirley wouldn't have that shit. And then she was also able to communicate with Tori. But Tori went from being the kid that had all the new clothes and just to everything being withheld from her, having to wear the same dirty clothes over and over again at school. It was a huge, huge change for her. And so it started like that, and then it got to the point where she would jerk her out of bed, uh, make her sleep outside, she'd beat the shit out of her. She would, when she got to puberty, she would make her come downstairs and take all of her clothes off so she could inspect to see how she's developing. When I she, mean, it's crazy to think how many years this went on. Mm-hmm. Like, this is years and years and years. This isn't one year. Yeah. This is years and years and years of, like, so much trauma. It's crazy. When she started growing hair, Shelly was like, I need you to go cut some hair off from down there and give me a lock of it to put in your baby book. And she fought this for a little while. She's like, no, there's, that's weird. I honestly think it's weird to keep baby hair, period. So, or teeth. I, I know that that's a thing. It's weird. But I feel like that is so weird. And yeah, no, that is like so, a whole other level. Oh, no. no she <laughs> she only did this to see if she would do it. That is so gross. Once once she finally gave in to the weird demand, she goes to hand it to her. She starts laughing at her. Shelly just flat out laughs at her like, <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could make you do it. But she would. She was constantly made to take all of her clothes off so she could be inspected to see how she's growing. This is not, like, a sexual thing. And we've talked about this before. She had this weird fascination with nakedness. But it was more of a power play. Yeah. Because she could make them do it. Right. It was fucking ridiculous. So, all throughout the years, the family's financials are just fucked. Because Shelly doesn't know how to rein in her... Uh, spending, well, she but does it's, whatever she wants. When but she it's wants. never her fault because you know it's the it's the company for losing their 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 money. You know she sent it in, but they lost it. It's not her fault. So Shelly ended up with a job where she was a caretaker for uh, elderly or sick people, which obviously should have never fucking happened. But you know she's really good at lying. Uh, she ended up uh, taking care of this woman that she pretended to have a really good bond with. And when son, his name was Ron Woodworth, she became 
friends, and this is like with the biggest quotes, um, with him. And he was an older man. He was a former copy editor of a local paper and a licensed caregiver. He was, was it Tori? Um, Tori went over there frequently, like with, with Shelly. And Tori had this bond with Ron because he would listen to her and he would play games. And he loved Egypt's mythology. And so they kind of, they bonded and, and, you know, that was Uncle Ron. And before you think this is like a weird relationship thing, it's not. He was, uh, he was gay and he had, right before Shelly got involved with them, Ron's partner of like decades or a decade, I'm sorry. His name was Gary. He broke things off because they wanted two different lives, I guess. Um, Gary wanted to move off and, and Ron didn't. After Gary had broke things off, Ron would make comments about uh, not having anything to live for anymore, and he went through a massive depression. And then, you know, sweet Shelly pops up. Oh, I'll take care of you. Oh, sweet Shelly. Yeah. Um, Here to save the day. Yeah. Kind of like Jolly Jane. He ended up not being able to pay for his home any longer, so he ended up moving in with Shelly. Because, you know, Shelly's just so sweet. When, when Sammy heard that he had moved in, she was like, oh shit, it's happening again. And she was like, well, maybe not. Mom wouldn't let it get to that point. But she wouldn't do that again. She did the same thing. She started off small, taking his belongings, treating him like absolute garbage. She would... This makes me so mad. Um, so she would call him fat. And she would say things about his sexuality and how he was disgusting and he shouldn't even be anywhere near her her child. She took his individuality away. Like he had a long ponytail and earrings and stuff like that. Like he was a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Um so she took that all away from him. She was feeding him drugs pain pills and things like that mm-hmm. and, and she was with Kathy he became a shell of himself anytime she would command him to do something he he was required to say something along the lines of yes yes dear yes dear Shelly Shelly dear I'll, I'll take care of that Shelly Shelly dear I'll, I'll do this I'll do that she started taking away his clothes so he would have to do chores and things around the house in just his underwear it's awful like, she is literally the worst human being alive. Yeah. She would only feed him bread and water twice a day. That was it. He had to do physical manu- manual labor, restricted the bathroom, did all, all of the things. But toward the end, for him, it was a lot. I feel like she was experimenting. She she was. So one of the worst things that she made him do, and I'm, I'm jumping way ahead, but one of the worst things that she made him do was, well, <laughs> there's a few. One, she would make him like weed eat and things like that barefoot. And she would then make him get up on like the railing of the porch mm-hmm. 
and jump off into and it was a it was a high distance jump off into the 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 gravel and just over and over again and she would put glass or other sharp objects down there and he'd have to do it and eventually it got to the point where he was bleeding profusely he had broken at least at some of his bones she refused to take him to the doctor dave sat idly by while he watched this this happen i just can't i can't wrap my head around hurting someone like this like i can't i just don't i don't understand and it got worse like he did nothing to her he just he just was there he was a friend to her and she is just a piece of shit i cannot stress enough how much i hate this woman i'm gonna start crying again yeah i'm sorry i just can't like there's she's just yeah okay keep going i hate this i after this, we're going to have to do some lighthearted shit because I can't. I oh, yeah, we're going to have a few just dumbassery episodes where we just talk some dumb shit. Yeah, because this is uh, um, so hard. It'll get worse there for a second, and I'm so sorry. <sighs> Shelly's always like, oh, she does that terrible shit, and then she's like, oh, I'll take care of you. And so she would, I don't want to say that she would take care of him because she definitely didn't, but she would pretend to. She would wrap his feet up, but she experimented on ways to make the pain worse for him. Uh, so when he had the, the deep cuts and things like that, she would she would put his feet in boiling water, like straight boiling water. Um, she would use bleach. She would do all of these things. I mean, he couldn't walk toward the end. Like, I don't know how it got to that point because... Dave watched, but she always fed Dave these stupid little lies about how he was a terrible person or he would do this or that or the other, and, and he was just awful. I'm, I kind of skated over the, the way she put a wedge between him and his mother, who he was very close with. She did the same thing with Kathy. They, got, it, they actually believed her shit so much that they had a restraining order placed against him. She would force him to write letters to his mother to say terrible things to her. So that way she could be like, oh, I just don't know why he's treating me like this and all this other shit. And he was a good person. And he loved Tori. Tori loved him. But like I said, I skipped very, very far ahead. So we don't have to talk about that again. So Sammy's like, oh shit, it's happening again. And she comes home and she'll check on Tori and she's like, hey, how are you? How are you doing here without saying, is mom being abusive? And Tori would be like, mom's just a little weird. But but Sammy honestly thought that, that Tori was in a good spot. Because she didn't get the brunt of it whenever they were there. Mm-hmm. So she would check on... Uh, she, she saw the slowing decay of Ron, but she was like, mom wouldn't let it get that far. Mom wouldn't, mom wouldn't do that again. And she didn't realize it until it was too late that it did, in fact, happen again. But I'm all over the place. But um, before she tortured Ron to death in, in the manner that she did, she was a caregiver to a man named James McClinton. Nope. McClintock. McClintock. I can't say it. McClintock. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. But they called him Mac. He was a, I want to say World War II vet. I don't think he really had any other family. He had his dog that he loved. And he had his house and, and he had he had a little estate. And he had set it up where, I mean, Shelly, Shelly kind of wiggled her way in to his good graces, you know, doing the whole I'm so kind thing. He set it up where all of his estate will go to his dog. Mm-hmm. But his dog would be looked after by Shelly. And we all know how this goes. She was in dire financial trouble. And uh, she would make Ron go and spend the night at Mac's house. She would make him sleep in the in the basement or under the, the, the porch or something. And there was one night that Tori talks about how she was going, she was going to a football game or something. And her mother got a phone call and said, we've got to go to the hospital. Max, Max fallen and, and, and he's hurt. And so they go to the hospital and he passes away. And later on, after the funeral and all of the things were the estate and everything was kind of, kind of settled, Shelly got his dog, which ended as well as you think it would. And then she started talking to Ron about how he killed him. The story was he fell out of his chair and he hit his head very, very hard. They did an autopsy, I guess. Yes, they did an autopsy and like he had trauma to his head. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of matched up, sort of. Not really once they dug into it more, but sort of. So they didn't go too far into it. But later on, Shelley would be like, you killed him. And her story would change. He killed him by not calling the ambulance fast enough. Physically did it. He pushed him at, down the steps or something. There was something else about... Um, and I forget. I'm sorry. I, I didn't write this part down. This is all from memory at this point. Is she... But she would be like, you killed, you killed Mac. I'm going to tell the police that you killed Mac. And you're going to break this family apart and all this other bullshit. But like you said, the likelihood of her doing that is just very high. I feel like she did. I mean, she may have made Ron do it. But the way that she's like saying that, mm-hmm. how she was like, you know, trying to convince him that he did it. Mm-hmm. I feel like she did it. And trying to convince him that he did it, you know? Yeah. But, of course, I could be wrong. But, yeah, I do. My opinion is I think she single-handedly killed Mac. Yeah. That's what I think. Could they prove that? No. No, not at all. Because fucking cunts. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Fucking Tori's 90s, like, man. What, wait, was it the 70s? Or is this now in the early? Uh, early 2000s. Or is it like 99? She was in there for 22 years. Well, it was 2001 when uh, Nikki told Laura about all the abuse. And that was the same year. Oh, it was 2001 because uh, Mac died shortly after this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she gets put in jail shortly after this. Yeah, it's, it takes another like, no, it's like six months or so. Yeah. I think it was right before Mac died. Uh Nikki was with Laura, and they were watching a true crime documentary. And Laura's like, she was very quiet during this, this time. It was it was a little odd. We ended up going to bed, and the next day, 
she comes to me and it looked like she hadn't slept at all. She was crying and she gets her to talk and she's like, mom killed Kathy. Laura's like, we've got to do something about this. Nikki agrees. So she ends up calling the sheriff of the town that they were living in. And he's like, hey, send me a, a fax with all the information. And I'll get it to the proper place. So they did. Alright, I'm going to read something that's going to make everybody cry. No. I'm going to do it. Uh, Listen. Hold on, let me get situated. Mostly because I want... Um, so Nikki's original statement to the police was this. Long time ago, when I think I was about 16, when my mom did it, mom was always mad at Kathy. She treated Kathy really mean. She would hit Kathy with steel-toed logging boots of dad's. She would give Kathy all kinds of drugs, and Kathy was acting weird. This one night, us kids heard all kinds of things. We peeked in Kathy's room. We saw dad doing some things to Kathy, because a lot of white, foamy stuff was coming out of Kathy's mouth. I think mom poisoned her. Or caused Kathy so much brain damage from hitting her in the head, but Kathy wasn't moving. I think she's. I think she was dead. We had to run back away from the room because we were not allowed to be downstairs, and we didn't want mom to know what we saw. She would beat us or do bad things to us if she knew what we saw. She ended up writing a, a statement about how her she and her siblings had been um, taken to a motel while her parents disposed of Kathy's body in the burn pile and and she goes on to say we drove home we smelled something really bad and rubber burning dad was outside throwing all of kathy's stuff on top of the tires he kept the burn pile burning mom is going to do something really bad if she, if she knows i told or she's going to blame dad i hope dad doesn't commit suicide because of me so this is her original statement and i don't think it was all of it, it was the main main points of it yeah. She's like, Mom killed Kathy. Since that's please. Describing her, the way that she describes her, uh, that is so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I couldn't, that's just a house of horrors. And that's how it was uh, described in the media. That's just awful. Okay, keep going. So, they, so she sends in this fax, the sheriff's department gets it to the sheriff's department in wherever the fuck they were living, where the the event actually happened, and they do a little, a little investigation, and by little investigation, I mean they went to Shelly and was like, hey, where's Kathy? And the whole story about Kathy being with her boyfriend, Rocky, somewhere. Was, was played out for him, right? They, they, they came out a few times. They tried to get in touch with Sammy, but Sammy was not willing at this point to commit to telling everything she knew because she's still stuck in that limbo. It took over a year for anything to happen to them after this. When Ron died... Oh, I was like, what in the world? Uh, when, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of going all over the place. But when, when Ron died, Shelly did her usual thing. She sent Tori away so they could deal with it. Tori was sent to Sammy's for the weekend. And Shelly calls Dave. And she's frantic because it happened again. 
She wouldn't tell him what happened. She was just like, it's Ron. I need you to come home now. So he makes his way home. And he knows what he's got to do. Because he's done it before. Somehow. So that just told you out there that she killed him. Mm -hmm. But there was so much damage to his body. Like they couldn't prove what killed him. That's, that was essentially what it boiled down to with Ron's death. She wrapped him in a sleeping bag and put him in a freezer until Dave got home. And then when Dave got home, he was going to do the same thing. But there was a burn ban so that he couldn't burn anything. So he got one of like a bathroom or something like that and he dug a big hole. He placed Ron and all of his belongings there and he covered it up. Well, while Tori is with Sammy, they end up meeting up with, with Nikki, and they have a nice dinner. Uh, but when they come back, Tori kind of breaks down, and she explains what's been going on. And the moment she starts talking, Nikki just bursts into tears. Like she, she's like, I failed you. This is the same stuff she would do to me. And then Sammy would ask specific things like, does she let you go to the bathroom? Did she let you do this? Did she, did she make you, you know, she, they were going down the list of, of Shelly's favorite punishments. And she's like, yeah. And so they are there. They, they're sharing everything. They call Nikki. She's like, I already talked to the police. They're not going to do anything. I don't, she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. So like, she's, she was 16 at the time. She's 16 now. So she just has a couple more years before she's out of there, and she's strong. She'll be able to do it. And Sammy's like, I'll be home more often. I'll make sure that you're taken care of. There's not going to be, like, we're, we're going to figure it out. So then she has to go back to her mom's, and Shelly senses something's up because she's just distant. And Tori's like, listen, I'm, it's hard saying, it's, it's hard saying goodbye. My sister. When they get home, she's like, hey, where's Ron? Oh, he's staying at Max Max's house. Because they still have that, right? Uh, he's staying at Max's house, and, and I, I, I check on him a couple times a day. It's happened a couple of days, and she's like, Mom, I really want to see I really want to see Ron. She's like, maybe later. I've already gone to check on him today. But Tori can hear like their driveway is, is by Tori's bedroom so if somebody comes in and out she knows she yeah. can hear it um, so she gets the singing feeling that Ron is dead Ron's gone He's, she's not allowed to see him mom will talk about him and then it started getting and then and Shelly started her well, Ron really wanted to travel he's traveling He's, he's doing this. He's so, he's so much happier. But before Tori left, he was barely able to walk. Wrong. So she calls Sammy and she's like, hey, I think something happened to Ron. And she explains. And Sammy freaks out. Sammy calls Nikki. Nikki calls Laura. Like, they're all, she's like, I need you to get, out, get me out of here now. I can't wait a couple of years. Something's going to happen to me if you don't. Nikki drives down and talks to law enforcement. Sammy talks to law enforcement. Laura talks to law enforcement. They finally get enough to be able to go get Tori out of the house. 
So they go out, the old officer goes and knocks on the door, and she's like, what is this about? And she's, and he has a social worker with her, and with him, and he's like, I'm here, I'm here for Tori. Shelly just heard, oh my god, my kid, blah, 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 all this bullshit. Tori knew this was coming, so she had written a letter to the officers and put it in, like, in some random spots. She knew that they would look, and it's like, you should look in this place for this specific thing. She had taken some jewelry or something. Turns out they would find a lot more than that. Um, but so Shelly is freaking out. She's like, oh my God, who told? It wasn't me. It wasn't Dave. How did they find out? Because they talked about Kathy. Well, Dave's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sort this out. I'm going to go figure out where they're at because they had taken, they had taken Tori and Tori was being interviewed by the social worker and, and law enforcement. And she was giving little bits and pieces, not not the full depth of, of anything, because who are you going to trust? Like, what's going to happen if I go back to my mom and, and you tell her that I told you anything? Yeah. There's always that fear. So Dave's like, oh, I'm going to go sort this out. I'm going to sort this out. While Shelly's making phone calls and, and calling Nikki and and Sammy and, and anybody and every, anybody she could think about, just like, They've taken my kid. I don't understand what. Why? Why are they? Why are they taking my child? I didn't do anything wrong. I've never laid a hand on her. So Dave goes to the police station. They're like, "Hey, while you're here, why don't you sit down for an interview?" So he's like, "Sure, I got nothing to hide." Dumbass. For real. Uh, so at first he's he's just like circling around and stuff like that, and then the interview doesn't last too awful long. And he's like, "Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom." So they take him to the bathroom, and before he even gets to the bathroom, he looks at the guy and he's like, "I feel shame." And he talks about Kathy and how she had died, but it wasn't due to it wasn't due to Shelley. Like, for some reason, he saw what this woman was capable of. Yet, when he made his confession, there was nothing. It was it was never Shelley's fault. Shelley took care of them. I, I don't. Yeah, his brain was just so warped. I mean, really, it changed his brain chemistry. It really did. But it, it just, it blows my mind. You see her forcing people to go up a hill, pushing them down in the snow, naked. Or climbing up onto the the trellis or whatever and jump down onto the, the gravel. And that's that's not putting their hands on. Or, he, he had more fear. He had more fear of Shelly than he did of going to jail for murder. I mean, that should tell you right there. But I honestly believe he thought that she was innocent. I mean, maybe. I mean, he he probably did. But still, still fear is a, it's a fucking damn thing. I, I, mean, I know it is. I just, it blows my fucking mind because this entire time, like, he saw it. He, it was there. He was there. But there was never any blame toward her at all. He's that like, was... I killed Shane. This is what I did with Kathy's body. This is what I did with Shane's body. This is why this is why I buried Ron's body instead of burning him. I'm probably going to end here just because it's like, I, I want to go more in depth on the actual confessions and things like that. And then we can go into the trial in the next one. I skipped over a whole hell of a lot. Because <laughs> I don't think I can handle anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember reading the book and I remember it was awful. Yeah. But just going over it again and again and again 
and again. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, you are killing me. I'm so sorry. It's, but, it's very but we'll, we'll, awful. We'll, we'll just do the, the confessions and the, um, the sentencing next time. And then we'll be done, That'll be with, done. with the no tech bullshit. And just so y'all know, she is out. Yes. Out and free. She is. Let's reiterate that. Only spending 22 years mm-hmm. in prison. Dave got 17. I don't remember how much Dave got. I mean, he got less, obviously, but he I don't remember. He got a lot less. Um, and he confessed to actually murdering, like physically murdering and abuse of a corpse. Like, like that's... Yeah. Multiple corpse. Both of them should still be in jail. Mm-hmm. Now, I will give Dave something. I don't think he would have murdered anyone if it weren't someone I, making him do it. Yeah. I don't think that. Like, I mean, Shelly fucked him up hardcore. She did. So. Agreed. I don't believe he would have done it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that doesn't give him an excuse to take another life. So, I believe both of them should be in there. Yes. Still. Yes. 100% agree. Alright, do we have anything today? We can talk about the, the jizz jewelry. <laughs> oh, one of our um, wonderful listeners sent us a message today and uh, pointed out that people actually make jewelry out of sploosh. Baby juice. <laughs> Baby juice. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> that is, because uh, she was listening to part two, I believe it was, yeah. when we were talking about um, birth control and, yeah. like, balls as earrings. Yeah. Ear balls. Um, ear balls. Ear balls. <laughs> ear balls. Definitely ear balls. Yeah. So she sent us uh, jizz jewelry. Yeah. And it was a TikTok of jizz turning to, like, molded with clay and then done, I don't know. It's weird. It's hilarious. And what did you say, Sam? <laughs> In my defense, there was an actual pearl necklace. <laughs> there was a pearl necklace. I was like, it's oh, look, it's a hilarious. little pearl, pearl necklace. So, and Paige goes, uh, I was going to say that, but <laughs> I thought it was going to be too much. I was like, nah. <laughs> But I did, I was like, um, I put my necklace in my mouth quite often. I wonder if it would taste like jizz. Do they, do they put the jizz taste too on it? Don't know. Also, should I tell them about the other thing? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I know what everybody's getting for Christmas. <laughs> and Sam was like, um, so are you just gonna buy somebody's random jizz? Oh, no, I said uh, jizzaroo. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> jizzaroo. And I was like, well, maybe I can be like a make a wish kid. And get like Jim Carrey or Jensen Ackles jizz. <laughs> and <laughs> she made a very good point that I don't think Make a Wish kids can get jizz from celebrities, <laughs> but Craigslist offers, you know, jizz. And I thought that was a great idea because meth jizz is probably like some awesome tinted color (laughs) super sparkly super sparkly (laughs) so then i can get some nice sparkle to my jizz jewelry (laughs) (laughs) we're just we're just spitballing (laughs) rolling off ideas (laughs) 
<laughs> if you see either of us wearing a pearl necklace, just mind your business. That's all I got to say. You know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably don't. <laughs> Actually, you don't. <laughs> there was the one where she was like, could you imagine wearing that around? And somebody's going, some stranger goes, oh, I love your bracelet. Yes. <laughs> She's like, thanks. I had it made with my husband's baby juice. <laughs> <laughs> the look of horror. Oh, uh, but like, I get, I had such a fun time imagining that, that whole scenario. Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Because Especially- you know where we live. We live in the South. That Bible Belt loveliness over here. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, this is made with my, ba- my husband's baby juice. And then they'd be like, oh, trying to figure out whether or not you're telling, like, you're just joking. And then they'd laugh because they're like, obviously she's joking. But then you keep a straight face and then the horror. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Probably wash your hands after that. (laughs) Pretty sure it's coated in something. But, you know, whatever. Mm. Yeah. No, it was just, it was really funny. That is funny. Did you see the, the last TikTok I sent to the group? I don't think so. The lady makes buttholes. What? (laughs) I don't know. Like, clay? I'm not sure if they're, like, earrings or something, but, like, it's a little circle. Wait, does she do vaginas, too? Probably. I didn't get that far down. (laughs) And get it? Well, yeah. (laughs) Butt stuff. So butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, that took my mind off a snot crotch. <laughs> it was a really fun conversation. Just we, jewelry. We might have to find a way to share that with people. That specific link to the... Um, Jizz? Or yeah. the jewelry? It's kind of both. <laughs> I- Hey, Jensen, if you want to donate, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> my DMs are open. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we accept <laughs> donations <laughs> and chicken feet. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now accepting donations. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Could end this before it gets worse. If you'd like to talk to us. Or send us donations. You can talk to us about random shit. And donations. Stop fucking saying that. <laughs> I need some juice. <laughs> You can find us on all the social media, the, the Facebook, the, the Twitter, and the Instagram. You could also send us an email at m3truecrimepod at gmail.com. Yay! There's a little button that you can click on our link tree. Boopity boppa. A little button, a little that lets you do case suggestions and, and whatnot. Uh, help us out with that because we're going to need something lighter. Yeah, we need some funny cases. Just something. I don't know. Really something. Yeah. Um, You can also put your jizz stories in there, too. Have at it. (laughs) What kind of funky jewelry do you make? Let us know.
<laughs> um, oh, chicken feet earrings. God, just chicken feet <laughs> earrings. <laughs> just combine all of it and make it real gross. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>